Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $500 risk-free sports bet by downloading the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning today. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to get a $500 risk-free bet from us at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you in part by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. There's $3,000 up for grabs in the season-long contest and $200 every week in their weekly contest. Just head over to oddscrowd.com and sign up now. And we're brought to you in part by Prediction Strike. Do you wish that you could have stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so that they can make more money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Download the Prediction Strike app right now in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com and create an account. Use the code SGP, then deposit funds and buy, sell, and hold all of your futures on your favorite players. Use that promo code SGP. Get a free athlete share with your first deposit of up to $20 or more. Again, take advantage through the promo code SGP with Prediction Strike. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. Football fans. It's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reeves. Welcome in, everybody. Hello there. We are back in for another October edition of the only digital show and podcast that loves to focus on the team giving less of a chance, usually the road team, less thought of the underdogs. I am merely the somewhat capable host momentarily from the Sports Gambling Podcast, the network of shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Sean Green will be here to impart some wisdom, and God, do we need some wisdom. For the first time all year, I can say it was a bloodbath last week on Three Dog Thursday, although I should say there were not a lot of people that saw Texas A&M coming against Alabama. At least nobody on this show saw that coming. And we did try to warn you off uh, on a couple of them, including Penn State at Iowa. It didn't look good for a while. looked like Penn State was going to win the game, but they didn't win. They didn't cover it. Didn't, didn't look good for a while for Oklahoma. But again, Texas didn't win, didn't cover. We were trying to warn you off on a couple of those games. 
Unfortunately, the other ones didn't come through. Our buddy T.C. Martin did come through. That's five straight weeks. He's got an NFL underdog uh, winner. Uh, in this case, the Baltimore Colts or the Baltimore uh, Ravens came back to beat the Indianapolis Colts, but the Indianapolis Colts still got the cover. So TC's gone five for five. That's the first time he didn't have an outright winner, and the Colts had to collapse for it to not be an outright winner. So TC later on in the show after Sean Green will have some, uh, some underdog wisdom coming up in a few moments. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll do that again. Coming up in a few moments. All right, reminder, wherever you found this show, social media link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, subscribe away. Uh, again, on Apple Podcast and on Google Podcast and on Spotify, actually with Apple and with Spotify, you don't have to pay. It's not a paid subscription. Just follow us there. Everywhere else, subscribe, and the podcast comes automatically to you on Thursday. We do our best to keep this relevant through the weekend for Saturday and Sunday action in college football in the NFL. You get it automatically if you subscribe. I am done with the promoting, the disclaiming. Now he is here from the Sports Gambling Podcast, and we are guaranteed to mix it up because he's an Eagles guy, and you know that I have allegiance with the B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S, Go Bucks. That's the Thursday night NFL game. More on that in a moment. First of all, hello, Sean Green, Sports hello. Gambling Podcast. How are you, brother? I'm doing awesome, TJ. Getting ready for this Thursday night showdown. Bucks coming into Philly. You guys are big road favorites on a short week. What could go wrong? Yep. And so there's going to be a lot to discuss about that in a few moments. And Sean is still trying to negotiate and work his way into my carry-on bag to be <laughs> in uh, Philly for this one on Thursday night. I might need a restaurant recommendation too uh, from you before it's all said and done. I know a couple of spots, but you're the, you're the Eagles guy. You've got a couple of spots. Uh, as I mentioned up front, I'm being unapologetic here. I need help with some of the underdogs. This is one of the few weeks where we did not do exceedingly well. In fact, before last week, we had gotten at least four underdogs correct, 22 total for the previous four weeks. So I guess we were due to come back to earth a little bit. So I need some uh, some help, some assistance, some of that uh, here on the program today. First of all, what did you make? How do we explain Texas A&M, who loses to Mississippi State at home, lost two in a row, and then they put it on number one. It wasn't just a win. It was an impressive, dramatic win where they look good throughout the game. How do we explain that? Or can we explain it? Yeah, no, I mean, when they when Alabama blocked the punt, you thought, okay, here we come. And I'm sure everyone was betting Alabama live, money line, whatever. And, and even the price reflected that. Even the books thought Alabama was going to come back. So they weren't even getting, you know, even down a, a decent number. They weren't getting a good live price I, I think it's just a classic uh you know this was texas a&m super bowl we see this all the time in college where you know, they, they pick out one game this is our game we're gonna throw the kitchen sink at them and and they really didn't and they just played a solid game alabama as good as they've looked overall they have struggled to cover the big numbers on the road i mean that being said i was still on alabama i, I thought they'd be able to put it on a&m and I mean, kudos a and M a Jimbo, you know, talked a ton of crap in the off season <laughs> and actually backed it up. Normally that's the, you're asking for your own death there when you're, when you're chirping at Saban, but uh, he chirped at Saban and lived to tell about it. Not a lot of guys in college football could say that. So awesome win for Texas A&M and tough to see this one coming. Excellent point that you make too, about the assistants had never won a game. I, I we're going to take personal uh, responsibility, at least to an extent here. I had Steve Berline on with me last week. Berline and I had just worked the Alabama Ole Miss game the previous Saturday, had seen the tie demolish Ole Miss 
who's good. I don't know that Ole Miss is great, but they're good. And Alabama just demolished them. And so we talked up Alabama for like seven or eight minutes about who's going to beat these guys out of Ohio State or Georgia or whoever, Oklahoma at the end. So I guess it's only fitting that Texas A&M kind of uh, put it on them uh, for their one bad week. But that was a, that was a bit surprising that it was them and, and not later in the year in Auburn and LSU or a Georgia that got to Alabama first. So in any event, uh, there we go. There we and, and now everybody basically except for Georgia has a loss uh, of, of significance. And up at the top, uh, Cincinnati, yes, is unbeaten. But uh, at the top of the power teams, everybody and Oklahoma, too. Uh, waiting, but Oklahoma deserves credit because they were losing the whole game, but they found a way in the rivalry game to come back and win. Unlike Alabama, they finished it off and won. So give the Sooners uh, some credit uh, there. Uh, all right. So into the college game, you're scouring things over, you're looking around and you actually like an SEC underdog. And, and you alerted me to that. You're going to go right back at Texas A&M yep. here for three dog Thursday purposes. Oh yeah. I mean, this is you know, most of my college handicapping is like situational based. So Texas A&M coming off this massive victory. I mean, we saw the video of um, the, the uh, kicker for Texas A&M, his family reacting to the kick. It was like a heartwarming moment. They're, they're there sweating it out. I mean, they're storming the field. Anytime you, you have a team that basically stormed the field and really so, I mean, it was a huge upset, but now they're going on the road. Uh, as a road favorite. I mean, Missouri certainly isn't great. That's why they're an eight and a half point uh, home dog here, but they are an sec team. And this is a great time for them to get a statement win by beating the team that beat Alabama, Texas A&M. I mean, they were dumped at the Gatorade, whatever that, that was their super bowl love playing a team uh, coming off a huge win like that. And the team, as you pointed out, Texas A&M, I mean, they were what 18 point dogs for a reason. Like they haven't looked amazing this year. This is definitely them falling back to earth. I, I think it's just going to be tough to take this momentum and it's uh, you know, it's like a noon kick. I, I, I just don't see them getting up for this game. Perfect letdown spot. I like your theory on that. In fact, I'm going to take it a step further here in just a second with another one along those same lines and see if you talk me out of it. I should make mention, we should back up a half sec. We had you on at the very beginning of the college football season right before the NFL, and you and I were in agreement. We were in lockstep on LSU, UCLA, and how the Bruins would take care of them um, in, in the uh, – in the Rose Bowl, and they did, uh, in fact, do that. So I, I always like your advice, and and I did not, I did not listen to you because you said do not go against Cincinnati. I took yeah. Indiana at home with Cincinnati, and you tried to warn me off, and I didn't listen. So this time, I'm promising that if Sean Green warns me off on my college doggy in a moment, that I will do that. The only thing that concerns me about Missouri is I saw some of that game with Tennessee a couple of weeks ago, and they were it was like Mike Tyson first round knockout. They were done in the first quarter. It just concerns me on whether or not offensively uh, does Texas A&M come in there and do damage to them on the first two or three drives and the game is over. You obviously don't think that. And we'll see yeah, if, uh, I mean, if Mizzou again, can this do is it. Just, it's like if you looked at matchup wise, it would be tough to talk yourself into Missouri. But again, that's why you kind of just have to lean in to the situation of it and, and the situational handicap of just, I, I don't think Texas A&M is going to come out firing on all cylinders and they're on the road. It, it would be one thing if they beat Alabama and then they were at home uh, again, there, a back-to-back home game. Maybe they could carry some of that, but I think to go on the road uh, to Missouri, I, I think it's just going to be tough for them to just get up for the game. Fair enough. He's going Eli Drinkwitz and the 
Mizzou Tigers in that one. I'm, I'm subscribing to a similar theory. Feel free to talk me out of it. Purdue Boilermakers at Iowa City against Iowa. Iowa played such a tough emotional game with Penn State, losing a lot of the game, came from behind to win. I worked the Iowa-Iowa State game on Compass Media on national radio earlier in the year. I'm very impressed with their defense. I think they're still a little suspect throwing the ball. Tyler Goodson can run it. Purdue, though, off the off week, it looks like they're going to go with the backup quarterback, Aiden O'Connor, who played very well in relief two weeks ago, threw for over 300 yards coming off the bench against Minnesota. Purdue has got a couple of receivers that can play. That is a large 10.5 or 11 points. Would you like to talk me out of the letdown for Iowa at home a little bit and Purdue at least keeps it close in the Big Ten? No, I, I, I like your angle here, uh, taking Purdue, getting the big number. I, I think the win probably has it at 11 and a half right now. That is a ton of points. And um, yeah, I mean, you kind of nailed the handicap. It, it feels like a letdown spot for Iowa because of how uh, emotional that win was. I mean, if Penn State doesn't lose the quarterback, I mean, Penn State lost their quarterback. They turned the right. ball four times. Yep. If anything, Iowa should have won by a lot more. Like I, I was on Penn State, but again, Penn State gave them every opportunity to win that game, and it still took a Herculean effort for Iowa to pull it out. So I think I was very fortunate uh, to get that win there. And again, you know, looking at Iowa, their the rest of their schedule, I think they looked at this Penn State game of, hey, we beat Penn State, the rest of our schedules, it's all downhill from here. No way we're going to slip up or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think they just, they looked at their schedule and said, hey, we beat Penn State. We're good the rest of the season. We're going to get into this college football playoff. I mean, maybe they worry a little bit about Wisconsin, and maybe that's even a, a look-ahead spot for them. They are going at Wisconsin the following week, so I could see them very much sleepwalking through this Purdue game, not expecting much for Purdue. And, and Purdue, again, this is, a, this is a nice step up for them. That's the voice of Sean Green, Sports Gambling Podcast. You can follow him at Sean T. Green on social media. Follow them at Gambling Podcast on social media, Twitter, uh, and elsewhere. Uh, love the insight. We love the relationship being part of the Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows. And the important thing I wanted to interject, Iowa doesn't play Michigan or Ohio State in the regular season. The only time they would see them would be a potential Big Ten uh, championship game coming up uh, for the Hawkeyes. So, very interesting on the schedule break there. Let's see if Purdue can hang in. We have waited long enough as we release the podcast on Three Dog Thursday, Thursday night football. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to someone's Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I have not gotten a chance to hear it. I will probably hear it on the plane ride or at least in the afternoon, but I got to listen to the Die Hard Eagles podcast because I have a feeling you guys did nothing but rail on Tom Brady and the Bucs and the, and the shortcomings of Thursday nights for the Bucs and, and primetime games for the Bucs. Why do I get the feeling this is a rubber stamp foregone conclusion that Sean Green is taking the points in the Eagles Thursday night? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm a liar. Tell me I don't oh, know well, what I'm talking well, about. Two of my other uh, co-hosts, they actually they actually were on the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're a little more cynical Eagles fans than me. Really? I'm on the Eagles catching second. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I got to lie down. Sean's on the Eagles. Continue. Well, Eagles have won seven in a row. And for the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, I mean, this is a tough spot for Tampa Bay. I mean, not, you know, I'm not uh, one to look for chinks in the Tom Brady armor because his resume pretty impeccable, but 
if you recall last year, it was that game in uh, Chicago where the Bucks were on the road. I, I'm pretty sure it was a Thursday night as well. You are correct. A little bit out of sorts. It was where Brady was holding up three or four thinking it was fourth down and <laughs> it was already a change of uh, possession and people were joking that, you know, he's so old and should have, should have went to bed, you know, smash cut to the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. But uh, yes, I, so he, he figured it out. And again, they, I, I took a little bit for him to get the Arians offense dialed in. And certainly it seems like they have uh, this, this week or, or recently, at least um, I, I do worry about our ability to cover Antonio Brown, Godwin Evans. I, I know uh, they're a little banged up over there, but should be able to throw the ball. What I'm holding my hopes on and pinning my hopes on is that you know, when Sirianni has let him Jalen Hurts throw the ball deep, they've been very successful. And that is if there is one weakness for the Tampa Bay Bucks, it is their their secondary. Their defense is really banged up. I mean, you know, you got guys coming in off the street starting for the for the Bucks in the secondary. So there is some opportunity there. Quez Watkins, a bit of a speed guy, averaging over 20 yards a catch. Uh, if he can get a couple big ones, can swing the game. And then you got the crowd there home crowd Thursday night. Uh, and, and really the, the Bucks' strength on defense is stopping the run. For some reason, we're not interested in running the ball at all. So that shouldn't be an issue. And really our defensive line really uh, came alive against that Carolina team. Very active, uh, stunning pass rushing. So Javon Hargrave, if anyone can uh, move Tom Brady off his spot, I think it might be Javon Hargrave. So that that's kind of the angle I'm working on here. I understand you got a lot of angles, more angles than an algebra uh, <laughs> equation, I think. Uh, the, the, Tom Brady, NFC Offensive Player of the Week for this past week, first time ever, 400 yards and five touchdown passes in the same game ever in 22 seasons uh, that he did that. And again, I get a look at it every week, field level. Uh, they have so many weapons. The real question is, do they turn the ball over? Do they make mistakes penalties and turn the ball over and self-inflict that's where the Eagles would have opportunity but you know this you've lived this uh because you you have the comedy album from uh from earlier in the year and in the offseason this loss hurts us all the Buccaneers <laughs> hurt the Eagles for all time closing down uh, Veterans uh -oh. Stadium NFC title game you're not going to love any of these memories the Buccaneers opened up the link the following year winning on Monday Night Football I was there five years ago as Chip Kelly had both feet in the grave and dirt on him being fired when Jameis Winston threw five touchdowns on the Philadelphia Eagles and yep. the crowd was throwing things at the Eagles on the sideline and leaving in the second half. So there have been some good memories for the Buccaneers in Philadelphia is all I'm trying to say in the 2000s. Oh, you're, you're right. And uh, certainly they've kind of had our number, but I, I, I would also go – the Eagles, for whatever reason, show up on Thursday night, seven in a row. The Eagles have one on Thursday night. So hoping that streak continues. Yeah, I mean, Brady and the Bucks, uh, they've been cruising here. And maybe that's why maybe we can catch them sleeping. I mean, when I'm when I'm taking dogs, you, you got to like a home dog and you you got to like um, the, the the short travel week for Tampa Bay. Again, it's it's a tough turnaround. And they were just coming off a, a game where they put up 45 points. So you could see them maybe, maybe looking a little head, you know, uh, this is just the Eagles, their, their defense don't have to worry about them. Meanwhile, the defense, I, I think really had their, the game of the year so far against Carolina figured a lot out. Um, I, I don't think the bucks are really looking ahead to the, the game against the bears, but I do think 
short travel week being a big road favorite on Thursday night is a tough spot. I think it's a great point and hurts his legs. That's the thing. If he can make plays, not only running it outright, but moving around, move the pocket, stay alive and make improv plays, they may be able to have some success. Well, with and, that. and, and, and uh, Levante David being out, I, I think is big because if there mm-hmm. was someone that, I don't know if the Bucks are a team that kind of ha- in you know put a spy in there on the quarterback, but the fact that he's not there, I-, I think could be huge. Look for Kenny Gainwell if you're if you're playing DFS. Look for Kenny Gainwell to get some passes out of the backfield and and take advantage of uh, Levante David not being there or Jalen Hurts getting some with his legs. That's my Memphis Tiger Kenny Gainwell that yeah. you're propping up there. I just will say I love the back and forth. This is like tennis hitting the ball over the net. <laughs> I just will say this: I watched a lot of that game with the Kansas City Chiefs two weekends ago they didn't stop them the whole game they didn't stop them and this is godzilla coming in offensively if they don't make mistakes so let's see if the eagles well and and, and one point on that i mean i was ranting and raving about jonathan gannon their defensive coordinator and how bad they looked uh against the chiefs and against the cowboys and to his credit he actually switched things up they had been playing a lot of like soft shell zone which, you know, guys like Dak and, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes were just eating up. They switched to man and uh, and really made a huge difference. I mean, granted, there's a big talent uh, difference between Sam Darnold and, and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, but uh, I think switching to man, their coverage was a lot better and they got three interceptions from the quarterback cornerbacks, two from Slay and one from uh, Steve Nelson. So I, I think that change was huge as well for them. Tom Brady has now gone 203 passes without an interception for the Buccaneers dating all the way back to last season in the playoffs. So let's see if that continues or not for Thursday. You know, I'm a little disappointed. Sean's got like the Eagles uh, shirt on. He's got the Eagles uh, locker room. I can see it over the left shoulder stuff. He's got the fly Eagles fly, although it's not lit up. I'm, I'm surprised you couldn't cram more in there like a Randall Cunningham signed helmet or something else. I see the footballs and Eagles football behind you. You've got oh, it all. And, and in that, the bag that football on that. actually is a uh, that. That actually, that football up there uh, above my head, that's actually not an Eagles football. Well, there is there is an Eagles football that's signed by Zach Ertz. It's a Super Bowl one. But then there's also a football autographed by uh, Rob Gronkowski. So when I worked on him uh, on the show Crash Leets, and if you'd ever see Gronk, tell him yep. his buddy Crash Leets says hi. So uh, that one is a Gronk autograph and a uh, huge Gronk fan. And and again, luck, luckily for us, he's not playing. Right. Hopefully he gets healthy soon, but catching uh, all the breaks on the injuries. No, no Gronk there. No Levante David there. Let's see if the Eagles can take advantage. I'm with you. I'm That's with you. Um, okay. So uh, we disagree on that one. You do have another NFL underdog that you like coming this weekend. And it's an AFC West team that has already demonstrated. It can do things on the road. Who do you like and why? Yeah. Give me the chargers getting three against the Ravens. I mean, this Ravens team, they've, They've been interesting. Like they probably should have lost that game against the Colts. They've they've had some games where they've looked pretty bad and still eked out a victory, a la the uh, Detroit Lions game. Kind of been all over the place. Very fortunate to even get that win against the Chiefs. I mean, I, I think this Chargers defense they looked really rough uh, against the Browns. That was kind of a weird game that kind of got out of hand on both sides offensively, but. I think they're going to get up for this game. I think their defense is going to create some turnovers. I mean, Lamar almost fumbled the game a couple times uh, on Monday night. Now the Ravens have a short week with this Chargers team, and this Chargers team looks really good. I mean, and this Chargers offense, 
I, I think is going to have a field day. I mean, we saw what Jonathan Taylor did, even Carson Wentz, who uh, I think is kind of a fraud, not a fan of at all, but he had his best game of the year against this Ravens defense. And, and I think this Ravens defense, you know, kind of gets a lot of credit just because they're the Ravens defense. But if you watch them, I, I don't know. I mean, their run defense doesn't look great. And even, you know, passes to the running back uh, doesn't look good. So I think Eckler gets off and, and Mike Williams is having a career year throwing Keenan Allen. I, I think this Chargers team is going to be able to move the ball in the Ravens and uh, create some turnovers on the defensive side. So I really like the Chargers getting points. They have the extra day arrest. And uh, even though they're going in Baltimore, I, I think it's a good spot for them. Chargers have already come east and beaten the Washington football team in an early start already beaten the chiefs in an early start as well at arrowhead not as far to travel on that so they've had some experience with that and let's see if the momentum can continue uh for them i'm i'm looking over a couple of different uh nfl games i will pull the trigger uh later on in three dog thursday here again i'm seeking the advice of sean green of the sports gambling podcast the Lions have to win sooner or later, don't they? <laughs> I don't know that we say the same thing about the Jaguars, who may go 0 for 17 and make NFL history. But I think the Lions have to win sooner or later. And they get Cincinnati at home uh, this week, getting three and a half. And the Lions have been close to winning a couple of times at home and have covered both times at home. Am I crazy to look at the Lions at 0 and 5 against? It's the Bungles. It's the Cincinnati Bungles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I... I, I like the uh, spot there for the Lions, getting three and a half points at home. Uh, they're dealing with some injuries, though. They lost Quentin Cephas. Uh, I, I still think they'll be able to do enough. I don't know. This this Lions team, and we mentioned it on our podcast, I think they're probably one of the better looking 0-5 teams that I can remember. They, they're playing pretty competitive ball. Jared Goff hasn't looked horrible. And, and Anthony Lynn, as much as we like to kill him uh, for his clock management when he's on the Chargers, they're – their scheme, considering their their level of talent, is he's probably getting the most out of these guys that he can. I, I think DeAndre Swift could have a big game and and hopefully carry them. Yeah, I I don't mind them as a home dog there. It's a non-conference road spot for the Bengals and Bengals kind of a, a long emotional loss. So I could see them having trouble getting up for it. Yeah, especially with the fact that they had two chances to win that game late and and blew both of them. And Green Bay had three chances to win it and finally won it with the third chance. No one wanted to win that game, Packers and, uh, and Bengals, last week. Always love the insight of Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, the Sports Gambling Podcast. Plug away for everything. Uh, here on how the fans find all of your stuff because you're out already uh, midweek with the podcast and the and the preview mode and all that and plus diehard Eagles plug plug away for Thursday night. <laughs> diehard Eagles number one Eagles podcast. Uh, check that out if you're an Eagles fan or even if you're a, a Bucks fan or, or playing the Eagles, want to get a little inside information. It's a, a fun hang with me and a couple of my buddy Eagles fans. And of course the sports gambling podcast, uh, just toss in Google. Can't miss it. Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube, and then we're at gambling podcasts on Twitter. Love that. And again, if you're listening after Thursday, as we've released the podcast, you already know what happened on Thursday night football. Sean yep, and Eagles I, the victory. Uh, 
opposite <laughs> sides of the aisle. So either either Sean was right on it and brilliant, or Tom Brady rocked and rolled again, and the and the Buccaneers continue to to move on and finally break up the primetime uh, jinx. It is. I'm surprised you didn't go to this stat that with the two games this year with the Cowboys and with the Patriots, they didn't cover either time in primetime. You go back to last year, they were favored four times in primetime, didn't cover in any of those games. You reference the Bears game. I'm surprised you didn't go to that. I'm giving I'm giving that yeah. up here on Thursday, but I think the Bucks will buck the trend on that. Yeah, we'll find out if that is in fact the case. Hey, Sean, I always love the insight. Good luck with the underdogs. Uh, you've got Missouri. You've got your Eagles. You've got the LA Chargers. I appreciate you as always hopping on board here on Three Dog Thursday. Thanks a lot, TJ. Appreciate it, man. We will continue. Stay with us. More underdog conversation coming up. But first, we're brought to you by our friends at WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. You've got exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all the favorite teams, the players, the sports. We've got the NFL starting up soon. Uh, Major League Baseball is ongoing. You've got the golf. You've got the MMA. Uh, Pretty soon the NBA will be back. The NHL will be back. College football and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need with WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today. Get a special offer. Get a risk-free $500 bet from us at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network by just downloading and using our promo code SGPN. Download the WinBet app. Visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to find out more right now. If you're ready to play, if you're ready to win, they're the premier sports betting experience. Download, bet, and win with WinBet. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. And the football season is ready to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. Because with PropSwap, your bet doesn't have to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, Trey Lance of the 49ers opened up at 300-1 to to win the MVP this year, and he has already been bet down to 75 to 1 after that preseason performance just last weekend. That means if you bet 100 bucks on Trey Lance back in May, you could sell that ticket on PropSwap right now for $400, a 300% return before the season ever begins. Think of PropSwap like the stock market, but for sports betting. Buy low, sell high. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 a month just by listing and selling tickets. And when making your bets, remember, go for two. Make two tickets on the same team. You can sell one for a profit and leave one for yourself for skin in the game. Again, your bet doesn't necessarily have to win. It just has to improve. Think of it like the stock market. Get started today at PropSwap.com. Download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you in part by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you in part by Keeps, as Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair, guys. 
If you're follically challenged like I am, listen up. A convenient virtual doctor consults with you, gets you medication, and they deliver it straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. It's a low cost with treatment starting as low as $10 a month and keeps offers generic versions of their products. Discreet packaging, proven results. Keeps has more and more five-star reviews every day, every week than any of its competitors. The prevention of hair loss is the key. Treatment can take four to six months to see results, so you need to act right now. And if you're ready to act to prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP. Get your first month of treatment for free with our offer. That's keeps at keeps.com slash SGP. Get your first month free with keeps, keeps.com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you in part by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? You can prove it on Odds Crowd, and it's free to join and free to play in their fantasy betting contest. There's a season-long NBA contest ready to get underway, $3,000 in cash up for grabs, as well as weekly $200 cash prize contest as well. Here's how it works. Once you get into the contest, you track your bets against the real odds and the lines, and much like you would with any pick-tracking app, the most profitable players are going to go up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting, it's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. Download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. And we're brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Turn your picks into real cash with Prize Picks. Here's why it's going to be your favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast, it's easy, and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide will they go over or under their stat projection for that day. The more players you pick, the more you can win. In fact, you can win up to 10 times your money. Prize Picks is the only way to play. And use the promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match bonus up to $100. That's the Prize Pick app, our promo code SGP. And we're brought to you in part by Mint Mobile. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if you've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks, I know, you think, what's the catch? But when you find out more and look into their service, it all makes sense. That's because there isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. That means they're cutting out the retail stores. There's no crazy overhead cost that they pass down to the customers in the form of mystery fees. No, Mint just passes on sweet savings directly to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers a premium wireless for $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. Keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile will cover you with their 7-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile. Get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. A new wireless plan, 15 bucks a month, and get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. That's mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. 
at mintmobile.com slash sports gp and a reminder the sgpn app is right there live now in the app store and the google play store this app gives you easy access to all of our picks all of our podcasts everything in the content from the sgpn family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves. And we are back in once more on the only digital radio show that loves to talk about those doggies. No huddle underdog picks coming. Pay attention to T.C. Martin in a moment. Dennis, he'll be bragging about it. I'll be bragging on him. Five consecutive weeks, he's gotten an NFL underdog correct. So pay attention to what he has. And we've also got some other diverse opinions uh, coming up on college and NFL underdogs on the no huddle picks and the host still has got to come through. I, I again, I'm liking the Purdue Boilermakers. I'm also liking the Detroit Lions and I think I got one more NFL doggy that's going to be coming up here in a couple of moments. Looking forward to all the action that gets underway. I'll be in Philadelphia. Buccaneers and Eagles coming on Thursday night. Let's see what happens in the city of brotherly love. Tom Brady off the NFC Offensive Player of the Week honors. He butchered the Miami Dolphins last week. He's had a fantastic season. How injured is that thumb? We're about to find out. Can the Eagles put some mojo on the Buccaneers? I don't know. I don't. I, too many weapons for the Bucks. We'll see. Anyway, Sean Green and I had fun debating all of that from Sports Gambling Podcast here earlier on the show. And it's obviously uh, a college weekend where we'll see if Alabama can bounce back at Mississippi State. Some other interesting games uh, that are going to be going on, including Ole Miss against Tennessee. Lane Kiffin returning where he was back, what, 12 years ago, briefly for one year as the Tennessee coach. Now he's back as the Ole Miss head coach in this matchup. And Ole Miss, the road favorite, could Josh Heupel and Tennessee pull off that win, <laughs> which would be an upset in the top 25. We will find out uh, coming up. So lots of football to get to this weekend, meandering through the NFL as well, and onto that Sunday night game with the Steelers. And without Russell Wilson for the Seahawks, how are they going to function with him out with the broken finger, uh, et cetera? How will the Raiders do in Denver with John Gruden now gone? Uh, there's a London game with the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Somebody's got to get well on that. Lots of NFL football this weekend as well. And that's going to curtail right into the no huddle underdog picks. We're going to go rapid fire now with some underdog selections. Get your listening uh, ears on, your track shoes ready to go. Here we go. And he is leading off. This is his customary spot right now in the no huddle underdog picks. Pay attention, kids. Five weeks in a row, NFL underdog winner right here, this very segment of Three Dog Thursday. And yes, the Indianapolis Colts. I I confused it earlier saying Baltimore and Baltimore Colts. Indianapolis Colts, very good to T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show, five days a week in Las Vegas. He's back aboard on Three Dog Thursday. You're rolling, five straight. I don't know that you've ever hit five straight weeks ever uh, for anybody else, but you have on Three Dog Thursday, my friend. Feeling good. I'm loving this format. Loving the the underdog format here as well, too. And it helps the handicapping overall when you say you're forced to pick an underdog and go with it. So 
Yeah, uh, Colts were were very good, basically wire to wire. Uh, you know, on Monday night, uh, if it wasn't for uh, uh, your boy Rodrigo Blankenship, oh. uh, Clark can't look alike. I mean, they win the game outright. <laughs> so, uh, and we would have another outright winner. But since hey, when? Never wait, in doubt. Since when is he my boy? Because I had enough bad Buccaneer kickers. He's not a Buccaneer kicker. All the Buccaneer kickers are uh, bad. He's an SEC product, so yeah. they're, therefore you get the claim. But hey, um, this is only the this is the first one that you didn't have an outright underdog winner and the Colts for all intents and purposes is what you're saying should have been an outright winner so this is five straight so uh, our audience is waiting with bated breath as am I where are you going to venture for a single underdog he's going back to the NFL I know but where TC Martin we're going to go to a venue you were just at less than two weeks ago, my friend TJ Reeves, on the sideline in the pouring rain. Let's hope for some better weather. We're going up north. We're going up north. Put word in the streets. We're going to Foxborough, Massachusetts, baby. It's the New England Patriots getting four against the Dallas Cowboys. Why, you ask? Pretty simple. Patriots are 0-3 at home. This will not continue. Mac Jones continues to look better and better each week. And we know the Patriots defense is the calling card. Uh, I think it's a great spot for the Patriots here. Uh, The Cowboys, as we know, they've been rolling against mediocre competition. Their offense is outstanding. We get that. But against the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL this week, uh, up north, on the road, I do like the Patriots. And again, I think it's a great matchup uh, for them. I think they're going to play well. Could be another outright winner, TJ Reeves. But uh, still not sold on on the Cowboys, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think Mac Jones is going to be able to move the ball. Uh, I think Damian Harris is going to be a factor in this game. I think the Patriots have enough. Keep it close. Possibly win the game outright. Should win the game outright. Take the four points at home with the Pats. You are aware they were losing the entire game to the Houston god-awful Texans last week. And you're still back in Belichick. They are at home. I do understand that part of the play. And that's the biggest part, I think, for you. Right? Yes. And, and, uh, and I, I was I stick by what I said uh, after week one. The Houston Texans will not win a, a, another game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they're they're falling into place with that very, very nicely. Yes. And, and the Patriots were uh, life and death. But give the Patriots credit for battling back and taking care of business. But uh, different week. We move on. Pats at home against a suspect Cowboys defense. Sounds like it's more of an anti-cowboy play for T.C. Martin. Plug away, my friend. Not only the great underdog advice, but you've got your football Friday coming up uh, that you always have each and every week. You're big into the baseball postseason as well. Plug away for everything before you're out of here. There we go. All right. TCMartinShow.com, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific. Check it all out. T.C. Martin 21 on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, follow all the great stuff that we have up there uh, with the – interviews the current the past it's all up there it's all relevant and yes it is non-stop here in the entertainment capital of the world the entertainment sports capital of the world here in las vegas no doubt about it always love the inside of tc martin he's back in the houston astros too in the national league championship series with his guy dusty baker so i'm gonna get to hear all about i that will too. be there for games one and two my friend i will be there i've got my future ticket at 22 to 1 on the astros <laughs> in my back pocket i'll probably i definitely have the astros in game number one there'll be a ticket in the back pocket let's go strohs Nice that you can wear the orange today, my friend. I love it always from T.C. Martin. Thank you on the No Huddle Underdogs, brother. Hut, 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 hut!
As we do roll along on the No Huddle Underdogs, I am loving the fact that I get Bill Rowland from the Yards and Stripes podcast, also my serious XM alumni brother from another mother, uh, here on Three Dog Thursday to make an underdog pick. Even though Rowland is a Red Sox guy, and even though even though uh, right now he's got the Red Sox Fenway Park monster uh, behind him, they eliminated my Champa Bay Rays. I'll still live with that. Credit the Red Sox on that. Welcome into Three Dog Thursday in the No Huddle, and I know you're beaming with pride on Boston. Yeah, so far so good, but the tough Houston team coming up. I'm not making any predictions about them going to the World Series. Although I guess that would be the the underdog pick, right? Because Houston is, is favored. So right in the wheelhouse on yeah. uh, on that. You and Price Atkinson do a fantastic job on the Yards and Stripes Service Academy Football Podcast. Find it wherever you get podcasts. It is a brother podcast of this podcast. Yards and Stripes with Bill and Price talking Army, Navy, Air Force. And so I'm coming to you for an underdog, and there's a couple of possibilities, and I think you might go for one of them with one of the academies. What do you like and why for Three Dog Thursday purposes? Yeah, before anybody thinks I'm crazy, no, it's not Army at Wisconsin. (laughs) I am not taking that one. Wisconsin may roll them. I actually like Air Force on the road on the, you know, they call it the Smurf turf out there against Boise State. And they, look, it's a letdown game. They just beat number 10 BYU. They're, I know they're at home, and Air Force has struggled there in the past. But Air Force, that defense is on an absolute roll right now. They shut down Wyoming and held them to 14 points last week. And the thing that really led me to this pick, uh, TJ, was Boise gives up 170 yards on the ground. And they haven't faced anybody that loves to run the football out of that triple option like Air Force does. I think that Air Force defense can do a pretty good job. This, to me, just smells like an Air Force, one of those 30-27, 30-24 type games, and you're already getting six. I think it's a pretty good uh, a pretty good job there. I think they win it outright, obviously. That's why we're picking them. But even if they don't, take the points and take the cover on it. But I, I, you know what? You can get some pretty good cash on that money line, too. That is the whole reason why we have you here. I thought you might go with the Navy midshipmen as we release the podcast on Thursday. Navy at my alma mater, Memphis, at the Liberty Bowl. Memphis desperately needs a win, but you stayed away from that academy and instead went with another road one, a Mountain West game uh, with Air Force. Very interesting. And the academies have been very competitive uh, for the most part this year, especially Army and Air Force, right? Yeah, well, even Navy, if you're looking at it from just a numbers perspective, they've covered the last three weeks. Houston outright went against UCF and then covered against SMU, which we called on our show. We said they wouldn't win, but they were going to keep it close. They were going to cover. So even Navy, if you're you know looking at it from that perspective, and they may even cover against Memphis, TJ, but I don't think they can hang with your guys. I think your guys are going to be able to put up 30-plus points. I don't know if Navy can get that far as far as the offense goes. I think finally... You may get a win, and it won't be a one-possession game, which seems like every week Memphis is playing one-possession games. As you know from our spelling and our grammar and our education, Memphis has no D in it, in the name, (laughs) and they have no D for the Tigers and the football team because they have not stopped anybody all year long. Uh, We'll see what happens in the Thursday night game. But again, this man going late night Saturday, Mountain West, Doggy Bow Wow with the Air Force Falcons. Bill Rowland, Price Atkinson, plug away your social media, Yards and Stripes. Fire away, Bill. Yeah, at Yards and Stripes on Twitter. Uh, for my, if you want to complain, if you do take Air Force and it doesn't work out, <laughs> by all means, 
uh, at Bill Roland. Roland spelled R-O-H-L-A-N-D. I will take all the criticism you like. It's all in good fun. But yeah, take Air Force back the Falcons and hopefully uh, cash some checks coming up on Saturday Go night. listen to Yards and Stripes. Bill Roland and Price Atkinson are on it for everything Army, Navy, Air Force football, the Commander-in-Chief's trophy, no matter what games they're playing, etc. for each week. Great previews, great guests. Bill Rowland, thank you on the No Huddle Three Dog Thursday Underdogs. As always, TJ, appreciate the time. And we wind it down here with our No Huddle picks. And my wingman on the Big Fight Weekend podcast is here on Three Dog Thursday, Marquise Johns, a.k.a. Weak Sauce Radio on Twitter, who used to be in Florida. He is now relocated to the Mile High City of Denver. That's going to come up for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Marquise, welcome in as we release the podcast. And it is how few degrees in Denver? Oh, TJ, it is a warm, brisk, humidity, 37 degrees right now. In the, this beautiful October weekday. It, 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 it's officially fall season. I, I tried to tell you, what are you doing moving to Denver from Florida? But okay. All right. Good luck for the next like six months. With the I'm going to regret this, I know. The snow, the chains on the tires, everything else that you got to go through. Of course, you were born in Michigan. All right, so let's get into it. Earlier, yeah. I took the Detroit Lions essentially on Three Dog Thursday against Cincinnati. You are a native of Michigan and a, a guy that leans towards the Lions as difficult as it is. Am I insane on that on that Three Dog Thursday pick real quick? Uh, if you were to pick a, if you were to pick TJ an 0-5 team that has to win this weekend, uh, out of the Jaguars, 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 or the Detroit Lions, I would pick the Detroit Lions eight days out of the week at this point, and that's probably about it. Uh, the one thing that Detroit does have going for them is at least they can move the football around. I don't know what Jacksonville is doing. That team may run the table and be 0-17, and I'm looking forward to all of that. <laughs> and the Lions again at home in this instance, so I. I like that play. Now let's go to the team. I wonder. I wonder about the the Raiders with all the controversy around John Gruden, and they get away from Las Vegas and get away from the mayhem and unify as a team. They're coming to Denver. I've been saying this to you uh, off the air and even on Three Dog Thursday a couple weeks ago. We don't. When you were on last time on the No Huddle, we don't know how good the Broncos are because they beat the three winless teams, but now they've lost the last two weeks against good teams. So, are you going to join me here that the Raiders may be the play on Three Dog Thursday here as the road team in Denver? Despite the fear of being ran out of this town, TJ, I am going to join you on this and pick the Raiders on this for the simple fact that this Broncos team, TJ, at the end of the day, just isn't good. But they're good enough to beat the teams that are better than, which is, I mean, what what decent teams do. And they're decent to beat the teams that were combined at that point 0-9. So why not? And that's the one thing about this Raiders team that I think, TJ, more than anything else, is now that John Gruden's gone, I think they're going to open up the playbook finally because they were dinking and dunking to death, as you well know, TJ, with John Gruden's screen game and the four-yard pass dump-off and all that other <laughs> nonsense. I took an actual offense to show up against this Baltimore team that doesn't have a, sec- a great secondary and had a hell of a time getting past the Indianapolis Colts in overtime this past Monday night. Well, and so, again, let's just uh, lay it out there that sometimes these are the perfect situations to take a team to rally around itself. The Raiders, Rich Basaccia, who was with John Gruden in Tampa Bay as the special teams coach. Mm-hmm. He also uh, was the special teams coach previously with the Cowboys, joined Gruden with the Raiders. Uh, he can be a fiery guy. He's the interim coach. 
Uh, I let's just see here if the Raiders outright aren't the play in Denver uh, here to try to reclaim part of their season. I don't know if it's going to come completely apart because of the Gruden controversy and him departing, but at least for this week, I like the Raiders and I think Marquise joins uh, with me. I kind of talked you into that one uh, as you were looking at it, but I'm back in your Lions too to get off the schneid and win their first game of the year. I know this, you and I are talking much Fury Wilder 3 and what a great fight that was on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Plug away because that podcast is going to be out coming on Friday wherever Mm -hmm. you get podcasts and through the Sports Gambling Network, Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. Uh, We're talking all about Fury and Wilder and how great that was on the boxing podcast, Marquise. Absolutely, as you know, I was in Vegas last weekend for this historic event for the third fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury and it lived up to the hype and lack thereof, despite being delayed and everything else going on. But this fight was absolutely incredible. And we talk about this on the podcast that does start off on Thursday, BigFightWeekend.com, your source for all things boxing news, past, present, and future. Check out the podcast as well, Big Fight Weekend, wherever you find podcasts. I'm a podcast guy myself. Add yourself to that as well if you want. And that'd be where you find your podcast. Yeah, wherever you get the podcast. And again, Big Fight Weekend will be out. We're recapping that one. We're looking at the fights this weekend. Marquise Johns joining me, somewhat reluctantly, taking the Raiders, even though he's in Denver for the No Huddle Underdogs. Thank you, my friend. I always appreciate being able to go to you. Let's see if you get another underdog correct. Absolutely, PJ. Last time I was on with you, I picked against your Buccaneers, and uh, this Thursday, I am not going anywhere near that. They're going to lay the <laughs> pavement and beat the living crap out of Philadelphia. I want no part of that one. Buccaneers and, and Philly. It is an interesting combination. Thank you, Marquise. My thanks also on the No Huddle to Bill Rowland, who was just with us, and T.C. Martin, who again has picked underdogs correct five weeks in a row in the NFL. Can he go six for six? T.C. going with the Patriots. Bill Rowland again has the Air Force Falcons all the way out uh, in the Mountain West at Boise State. Again, Sean Green all the way back at the beginning of the podcast. I love his insight. He's going with Mizzou in college. I don't know about that against Texas A&M. He's got his Eagles. Uh, and he also uh, had another one that escapes me off the top of my head for the underdogs uh, this weekend. I think he's got the L.A. Chargers uh, as well as his other one that he likes in the early start coming all the way east uh, in that matchup. All right, so there you go with all of the underdog picks. A reminder again, we're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast, their network of shows. Thank you to Sean Green. Thank you to Ryan Kramer and all the promotional help they give us through sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Subscribe to Three Dog Thursday wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe away. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of it. We are done with the underdogs. I'm off to Philadelphia with the Buccaneers. We'll see how they do with Philly on Thursday. God willing, Saturday, I'm in North Carolina for the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Miami Hurricanes. It looked like a much better game earlier in the year, but it is what it is. We'll do it on national radio out of the ACC Saturday afternoon. And then we're back next week with more of the underdogs here on Three Dog Thursday. For now, we're done. I'm TJ Reeves. Thank you for being with us. Woof, woof on Three Dog Thursday.